0: This is another episode of Flavor
1: in Your Ear podcast.
0: A podcast about damn
2: near any and every topic with no filter and zero regard for the easily offended. Everything you say upsets somebody. Please welcome the man behind the madness. The most important person with all due respect. Let's go. Your host and audio flavor maestro, my man,
0: Marquise Edwards.
2: We are back again with another exciting episode of Flavoring Your Ear podcast, and as we explore, I am reaching out to a lot of unique, in my opinion, guests that I, you know, read up about and you know thought they had really uh, unique topics to be able to uh, explain about. And the reason why I chose my guest today, Mari Rice she, she coached me on it, and I still messed it up. See, I tried. I tried. I tried. I'm sorry, Mari. It's all
1: good. <laughs>
2: so, yeah. So, uh, you yeah, know, I looked her her, and uh, she – it's very – it's something that I, I feel in today's society, in today's world, that is underrated, and that's creativity. Um, And she's going to elaborate on this as well, but I'm just letting you all know why I chose it. I feel like creativity is something that is, has a lot of power, first off, and – of all the things that are created in today's world, it's kind of hard to be creative and make something unique and new. And when they, when I, when I read about it, I said, Oh man, it's pretty cool. She can you know, use creativity for stress management. And it's just like, you know, an umbrella of things that fall, you know, falls under, not just creativity at all. So that's why I brought her here today. And I feel like, you know, it's been a joy. She waited for me for about 15 minutes before I get my camera together. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm really excited and, uh, hope everybody enjoys this, this conversation and episode. And, uh, and learn something new. That's the goal here of plugging Your Podcast. So, hi, Mari. Hi,
0: Marcus. Thank you so <laughs> much for having me join you today. I'm super excited to chat about creativity. And I love how you kind of introduced creativity to your <laughs> listeners and having it be you know, such an important part of life, but mm-hmm. a part of life that we don't pay a lot of attention to because yes. many people think creativity is only for a certain type of person.
1: Yeah, and I, I am I,
0: I, here yeah. to change that, to, Thank you. And that's, bust I, that myth.
2: Yes, I love to change narratives and myth, myth bust. <laughs> I love to do that because, you know, I have an, an audience of all ages, of course, and especially to the younger folks who you know, their future may depend on them being creative, because like I said, a lot of things are in place now. You want to be, you know, so just Mm -hmm. bust these myths because they are myths, right? They are myths. And all we need is one story of a success of how, you know, this is to change someone's perspective. So.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
2: So I did read that you were, you have a a extensive background in performing arts. Mm -hmm. So would you like to elaborate just a little bit about yourself, you know, how you got on this journey, um, how how it began and what brought you to this day?
0: Absolutely. So, I grew up in the Pacific Northwest in Oregon in the United States and started performing at the age of 3. I was a very rowdy child and my parents sent me to Trapeze school starting at the age of 3. So, I was a trapeze artist. Essentially, I felt like I grew up in the circus <laughs>
1: cuz so
0: many of my friends are in the circus and That was, Mm -hmm. you know, you learned how to juggle and ride a unicycle and it was very physical theater. And so performing has always been a huge aspect of my life, but also creativity and imagination was really supported and cultivated as a kid. And then as I got older, I toured with a theater company and then I went to acting school in Connecticut at the Hart School and got a degree in acting. And then from there I moved to New York City and, decided I wanted to do live theater in New York and and then my acting life came to a crashing halt and <laughs> I decided maybe I didn't want to do that. I I wasn't really prepared for, <clears throat>
1: excuse
0: me, prepared for the intensity of mm. what it is to show up and be a bright eyed, young twenty-something and be faced with daily rejection. Hmm. And so that was a eye-opening experience and really quite challenging. I didn't have a lot of resources emotionally, psychologically, to really navigate that world of rejection going on auditions and feeling like I just couldn't get in quotes a break. Um mm-hmm. And so I ended up singing with an Irish band and I was a nanny in New York. <laughs> and <laughs> then I decided I wanted something a little bit more. And so I started researching a psychology programs, and that's what brought me out to Colorado, which is where I am now. Okay. And I came here and got my master's in somatic counseling, psychology, dance movement therapy, therapy. So I am now a dance movement therapist, but I work with performers and non performers around sustaining creativity um, because I feel like no no one in performing arts schools learns about creativity. You learn a craft, but everyone does it, no one talks about how important understanding creativity is to sustaining your craft throughout your lifetime. So that's kind of where I ended up. And creativity came while, well, the creativity work came while I was in grad school, started combining my degrees in acting and psychology to support specifically initially performers around sustaining Mm -hmm. creativity. And it has just exploded from there.
2: Right. So sustaining creativity also is the name of your podcast, if I'm I'm not mistaken, right? (laughs) Yes, it is. Uh, cool cool so on your podcast i'm quite sure you talk what what is what are some of the topics you talk about on your podcast as well as, as far as yeah. creativity
0: i mean it's all about creativity so i mm-hmm. interview people from around the world on their okay. experience of creativity what it means to them their earliest memories of creativity mm-hmm. and so i have very similar questions that i ask every guest but it there are always new answers <laughs> no one okay. has the same experience of creativity and that's what I love about creativity, it offers such a wide breadth and depth of experience, experiences that people have and being able to really, you know, tap in and deepen into someone's experience of their life through creativity, it it brings so much joy and enthusiasm and happiness that I'm all about that. So that's why I do yeah. my podcast and what it's about.
2: Uh, definitely, because I'm sure just you know, everyone has their own, their own unique story. I know it's probably stressful. You know, you said three years old. I'm like, man, like that's that's really like starting you off super young, you know. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, it's only practice and practice and practice and practice. It's very intense and it's very... It's, I can just tell. Just thinking about it myself, like man, that, that has to be intense. I know there's so many people in performing arts that go every day, you know, mm-hmm. hardcore like that, just continuously, continuously. So, would you say, I guess, um, the psychological aspect? Once, once you learn more about psychology, was that you was like that? Was that like the the merging moment where you say, you know what, this is where I can thrive because I I see you had an experience, right? And which mm-hmm. was. You know, that we all experience as the best teacher. We all learn from experiences and things like that. But I me mean, listening to the story, just you know, as a neutral party, I'm like, oh, man, this story that was very difficult. I said, but she chose, you know, this questionable time in her life to, you know, cre- recreate, recreate into something more, you know, with this, with the, you know, furthering your education in, in psychology. So that's understanding the human brain is, is always been great to me. And yeah. I feel like the more that we can understand, you know, mm-hmm. our brains, that that's probably one of the starts of you know producing creativity. So, Absolutely. cool, 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 cool. So, what are some of the, in your opinion or your studies, are the benefits of creativity?
0: The benefits are vast. There are so many <laughs> benefits.
2: Just, just a, just a few. Just a few. Oh, I know to give we can. That little
0: flavor. Yeah. Oh, okay. A flavor <laughs> yeah.
2: of um, Spr- sprinkle of flavor. Sprinkle of <laughs> <yeah>. flavor. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <clears throat> so the the pieces that really support us to you know deepen and explore and expand our life. One of the biggest things about creativity is it is a stress reducer. It's also a confidence builder and it brings more joy and happiness to our life. And like who doesn't want more of all of that? Like yes. it can help manage or decrease anxiety, depression, There are huge benefits to having creativity in your life and not necessarily creativity that people might think of like, oh, I now have to go paint a masterpiece. I'm not talking about creativity like that. I'm talking about like getting outside and going for a walk. I'm talking about playing a game with friends and family. I'm talking about daydreaming. You know, those are all creative acts and flex our creativity muscle. Creativity really is a muscle that you have to engage with. So like if you were going to the gym to get more athletic, you Mm -hmm. have a practice and you engage in, you know, running on a treadmill or lifting weights, same thing with creativity. You have to engage with it to have it be available to you. And Mm -hmm. as you were talking about the brain, creativity lives in our subconscious part of our brain. So if you were to think of an iceberg, you have the little tiny, you can, the part of the iceberg you can see at the top, mm-hmm. which is our conscious mind, our ability to evaluate things. And then mm-hmm. underneath the surface, our subconscious mind is like 90% of the rest of our that's
2: thinking.
1: A, that's a big deal.
0: <laughs> right. So we've got 5% mm-hmm. that we can see and then 95%. And creativity really comes from that subconscious place and space in our mind. But I mean, you know, thinking about things that you did as a kid, and as you moved into adulthood, let go of those pieces, you know, the best way to kind of reflex creativity is to go back and start doing things that you did as a kid, like, you know, Mm. imagination, writing, coloring, get a coloring book, you know, just slowly stepping dipping your toes back into creativity and literally anything can be creative you know the next time you open your fridge to think what am I going to make for a meal Mm -hmm. and I see you know four different things and I'm going to put them all together Mm -hmm. that's being creative Mm -hmm. and so when we start looking at life through that creative lens a lot of things start to open up for us. We find more flexibility. We have more curiosity. We have a decrease in our stress hormone, cortisol, mm. in our system because there's more freedom, there's more fun that we're able to tap into.
2: That's interesting because I'm a, I'm a firm advocate of uh, lowering stress myself. <laughs> so that's why I was really, when you said stress matters, like, yes, because I, <laughs> a, a lot of us... Uh, Stress is something that I like to call the, the silent killer. I guess they may say, mm-hmm. but a lack of words, and um, I like having conversations like this because a lot of people don't admit that they have a lot of stress. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not something that people are forthcoming with. You know, which is I understand it's like, oh, you feel like you can handle everything, and you can do everything. That's just human nature. You know, that mm-hmm. you feel like I can do everything, and, and you sometimes people are used to uh, in their lives. You know, handling twenty tasks, thirty tasks at one time. And they just feel normalized from from that, but that doesn't mean that it's normal, right? So,
1: right.
2: <laughs> as far as uh, I mean, this, this conversation can go many different ways. I just <laughs> that's why I love about creativity such a, such a broad umbrella, but it's still yeah. you know, it's, it's pretty cool. So, mm, so for for younger younger kids, mm-hmm. or young young adults, exactly. or anything like that, if you have one tip that you can give them, as far as you know. Um, when they feel like they have an idea or they feel like they have something, you know, that, you know, it's stupid or it's not, it's not good. Well, what would you recommend to tell them based on everything that you've experienced and everything that you've learned? You know, yeah. because a lot of the, a lot of the younger folks nowadays, if they don't get instant success I know. or instant, you know, or instant, you know, thousand million TikTok followers or thing like that. They're right. just discouraged. they're discouraged and they feel like they're not on the same playing field with, you know, others be, you know, so mm-hmm. I try to motivate those those as well. Those you no know, those as well that are trying to create and adults as well, not just kids but adults yeah. as well. Because we're you know, we're all everyone's trying to, you know, find what they're good at, you know, and find what they're good at. So during those discouraging mm-hmm. times, this is my question is during those discouraging times when you feel like your creativity is lacking, what are some of the practices that you would recommend for yeah. Keeping keeping that you know that that vigor, you know, that you I having. love it.
0: I mean, such <laughs> a great question. And gosh, there's so many ways you can like reactivate <laughs> creativity. But when you're feeling really <laughs> discouraged, I think something that's really important is to acknowledge that. Acknowledge the present moment that you're having. That you are discouraged or angry or frustrated or sad. Acknowledge all the emotions because they're real. And it's okay to have them and it's okay to be discouraged. And the best piece I would say is do what you can to not compare yourself to someone else. Mm. Mm. It's really, we get in kind of a, a thought spiral around, oh, there when we've created this whole story about someone that we may or may not know. And that can continue to ramp up our own stress and our own negative self-talk about, oh, they're so good, I'm terrible. And that comparison really depletes our creativity. It takes up so much more mind power to continue to compare ourselves to someone else than it does to enjoy what we are doing. Hmm. So I would say, catch yourself when you start to compare what you're doing to someone else and come back to what brings you joy. What are you curious about? You know, creating something for yourself is more important than creating something for someone else. Mm. And being inspired, it's not to say don't be inspired by other people, see what they're doing, but then create your own version of it. Give yourself permission to stay really curious. Like why does something work this way? Oh, I want to explore that over here. Or I have this awesome idea. It might fail, but I'm going to learn so much from it. So being able to hold that curiosity and have that space of, you know, it's okay if it falls flat many people experience that. I would say everyone does at some point, Mm -hmm. we all experience falling down, getting up, you know, if, if we didn't get back up, we would never do anything. And if we want to keep trying and growing and transforming things in our life, Mm-hmm. You got to stay curious about. Well, what did I learn from this? Ask yourself, what am I learning from this experience of things not working out or things being really difficult, and I want to give up? You know, how can I give myself space to let it be exactly as it is and still try again?
2: I feel like that. I feel like this concept could be used in so many different uh, <laughs> yeah. areas. See, think, yeah. I think about you know. Yeah, Creativity and life, relationships as well. You know, because mm-hmm. sometimes, in you know, uh, relationships with the significant other, girlfriend, family, things don't always go how you want them to, and that's life, right? And I, yeah. I feel like these conversations, someone hearing that that's okay. You know, that's why, I like, man, I'm so glad I get this out in the audio waves to hear this. It it's okay. And it's a common thing. It's not like it's just you, because we all feel like when we go through things, it's just me. you get into that, that sunken place where you just think it's just me and eight billion people in the world, but it's just me going through this this situation. Which is it's 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 refreshing to hear that you broke it down that way for you know anyone to be able to explain it, and I feel like they can uh, implement that into any situation in their life not just you know performing arts or you know, you know things like that i feel like it's a life a life lesson if, if, if yeah you lack the words yeah life lesson
1: absolutely
2: so, yeah and you you spoke on um what well, I read on youtube about about healing he, healing arts right yeah could you elaborate a little bit about healing arts because I know you have performing arts right and what, what do you mm-hmm. mean by healing arts is there a difference they're the same Yeah. Close cousins.
0: (laughs) I know. I I call myself, you know, a performing artist and a healing artist. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And as a dance movement therapist, that really is the healing arts. So I am a strong speaker for getting into therapy and supporting your mental health. That's so important, particularly to creatives. I mean, I would say for everyone, I would say go talk to a therapist. Have an unbiased third party that you can take ideas to and work through challenges in your life it's so important but the healing arts are you know how are we attending to our mental health our physical health our emotional health our spiritual health so that's where the healing arts really come in and performing arts are the dancing singing acting drawing, sculpting, you know, pieces like that. So healing arts, how are you attending to your physical body? You know, how are you attending Mm -hmm. to your mental health, your emotional self? Are you aware of the emotions you're having? You know, Mm -hmm. mindfulness is such a great way to support yourself on Mm -hmm. and off a meditation cushion. I think sometimes people get you know, freaked out about meditation. Oh, I'm not a meditator. That's only for this religion. Meditation Mm. and mindfulness are, yes, there are religions that use them, but essentially it's being in the present moment, paying attention to what is happening on purpose. That is not a religion. That's an activity. (laughs) And so Mm -hmm. being able to engage in the present moment to check your facts Am I creating a story about this situation that I'm in that isn't real? Am Mm. I, you know,
1: Mm.
0: running myself around in my thoughts? And the tape that I'm telling myself or the story that I'm creating isn't based in facts. It's based on past experience that isn't actually happening in this present moment. So that's the healing arts experience.
2: Which is is huge Uh, because... I've said this before, and I'm uh, I kind of foot stomp this a lot. Um, a lot of times, we are the victims of our own thinking, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we get trapped into, you know, what we think. And, and when you talk about therapy, about a neutral party, a thing like that, someone is able to get you out of just your the web in your head. That you're in. I'm guilty of it as well. You know, when you mm-hmm. get into a funk, when you can get into like a bad situation, or yeah, challenging, A challenging situation, you know, you mm-hmm. you feel like that you're, you're stuck there. Right. So I, I really appreciate you bringing light to, you know, getting therapy and, you know, meditation. I've started meditating myself because as well, I, I had the same stigma. It's only for religious people. Mm-hmm. But it's something about, you know, getting in tune with yourself and with your thoughts and being able to calm yourself, focus on your breathing. That's yeah. it's healthy and it's therapeutic. Right. Just even talking about that. just sounds like very common and relaxing. And as mm-hmm. we, you know, as in, in the world, we continue to learn about better practices for healthier lives. I feel like these are greater conversations to have, you know, just from a, from a foundational, normal person standpoint. You don't have to be a famous Hollywood actor or you have no. to, you know, because, I, you know, what I do. One reason why I did this podcast and things mm-hmm. like this is because I feel and I do love our celebrities and successful stories and things <laughs> like that. But they have so much influence with the finished product. That a lot of people yeah. don't see the in between. Yeah, you missed you missed the you missed the struggles when you have a dream or an idea and everything in between. We see the finished product on like Instagram or TikTok. Mm-hmm. We see the finished product, but we don't know how many times they fell down. You know how much yes. work they had to do, days that they were frustrated and wanted to quit. You know things yeah. like that, things like that. So I said, "Oh man," I said, "Me as a common person here, let me get stories with you know other." Equally common people to say, like, (laughs) yes, yes, us, you know, us normal folks too have these struggles. You know, we don't have to Mm -hmm. be, you know, big, huge public figures. You know, hopefully one day we are, but, you know, but no, this is a building block to show others Mm as well that's behind us that, yeah, you can struggle and um, let's build healthier practices to, you know, be able to. Who better as a society as people yeah and who, who knows what creativity can spark when you have different practices when you don't you know know how to deal with these things so
0: exactly trying something new is one of the best ways to like spark creativity if you think of something that i've always wanted to try it but i've never done it like last year i decided i wanted to learn how to make pasta homemade pasta
1: and okay. I've, okay.
0: I've never done it before and <laughs> It was a a learning curve for sure
1: in my own <laughs>
0: life. Lots of failed attempts at pasta making, but just having fun and learning something new. I really felt like, oh wow, I'm like really proud of myself for trying this and figuring it out. And yeah, there were a couple dinners that may not have tasted all that great <laughs> along the way, but <laughs>
2: hey, trial and error.
0: Exactly, exactly. And having fun with it and staying curious and not beating myself up for a pasta dinner that was awful and like having some humor of like, wow, this was really terrible. <laughs> and what did um, I learn from this? How can I <laughs> I'm gonna try it again and see um, if I can get a little bit better. But the success in it did not happen overnight. It right. you keep coming back to it and trying again and making tweaks and staying curious. And there were for sure times for myself where I thought, oh this is awful. I'm never, this, I'm done. I'm throwing in the towel. And then I thought, you know, wait, I'm going to, I'm going to keep trying and see if, like, how can I keep engaged and have some fun with this? And if it's terrible, it's terrible. And that's okay.
2: Perfect. Perfectly. Okay. <laughs> this one personal experience with me, uh, trying something new is something that I've had to adapt, which is, you know, why I'm doing my podcasting and, yeah. and different things like that, you know, because I grew up in a uh, South Side of Chicago. Uh, no one was talking about the Air Force. No one's talking about traveling to Europe. <laughs> no one's talking about traveling to Asia. No one's talking about entrepreneurship. So that really, I like to foot stomp that as well to the our audience about trying something new, no matter what age you are. I know a lot of us mm-hmm. get caught into habits where, you know, no one's saying like, go oh, just bungee jump day one. You want to try something new. But, you know, just be open-minded to try to do small new things and then you get the confidence to maybe do bigger things that are new. I really like, um, Mari, how you... Use your experience to, you know, a a positive spin on it, right? You say, oh, you know, I know there were some nights that it probably wasn't tasting so well. You know, so embrace those moments. But look at look at us now, you know, using this story as an inspiration to someone else, right? Mm So everyone, I I, I know it's easier said than done, but we have to say have these conversations to know, like, yeah, we all have those times where it wasn't the greatest. You know, it wasn't the best moment, but you overcome those, you know, because it's Mm -hmm. a greater goal. It's a greater goal, you know, to I'm going to do this, you know, and I'm going to have fun with it you are gonna have fun with. Don't make it a, a death sentence, you know. For better, like <laughs> worse. And, oh man, I failed. It's the end of the world. I'm never gonna try anything again mm-hmm. because I have a, a huge uh, French, you know, uh, age, a huge age gap in all my friends. I have like younger friends. I have, a, I have a I have a daughter that has the teenage friends and uh-huh. older friends. So I know everybody has these like these. Reserves where he said, "I'm oh no, you're crazy." Like someone told me, oh, "You're flying on an airplane for longer than three or four hours." Yeah, I'm, yeah, I do. <laughs> you know, it's nothing. It's it's okay. <laughs> you know, so I, I love the inspiration that you provide just in that area because I feel like I can relate to it. I feel like mm-hmm. that anybody can relate to it. To be honest with you, and trying new things to spark creativity is something that we all should have in our little palm pallets of, you know, number one things.
1: Yeah.
0: If I can share some ways Please. to kind of go about how Please. to come up with the things that you, the new things you try. If you think mm-hmm. of a circle and three rings of circles and the center of it is your comfort zone. And the first ring outside of your comfort zone is your reach zone. So think Mm -hmm. of what are the things that aren't super hard for you to do, but they're kind of fun and new and they're just going to reach outside your comfort zone for you. Mm -hmm. And then the circle outside your reach zone is your stretch zone. So they're maybe a little bit further away from your comfort zone, but still like you could probably do it maybe with a little more time and effort. And then Mm -hmm. the circle outside of your stretch zone is your panic zone or your oh no zone. Those are the things (laughs) you're really not ready for. So it could be Mm. bungee jumping. It could be, you know,
1: like going on the roller coaster (laughs) skydiving, you know, those
0: things that terrify you that I'm never going to do. But as our comfort zone gets bigger, those pieces that you put in that oh no panic zone may actually become your stretch or your reach zone someday. Mm. So the more you grow your comfort zone, the more new things you try, you're actually expanding your comfort zone. And that's that's the beauty of creativity.
2: Oh, that comfort zone is something a lot of people get stuck in. I love how yeah. you painted that picture. You painted that picture of a comfort zone and some people are just in this comfort zone. They don't seek anything outside of their comfort zone, but- mm-hmm. Expanding their reach zone, I feel like that's the big one. You know, that's the big one. that A lot of people are able and capable to do, but they just like I just don't want to reach. You know, I, I don't yeah. want to reach. But that's you painted a perfect picture right there. I was really envisioning everything that you were saying just now, and it, yeah. it really like yeah, that's that's really a, man. You you awesome. That's I love the simplicity when what you explain things because if I can understand it, <laughs> I know that others <laughs> can understand it. Other can understand it as well. So um, we have so many things to talk about here. let me take the course take the course so and today right we have uh, i speak to a lot of people that are doing entrepreneurship and Mm -hmm. uh, business businesses and things like that what what would be a tip that you would give to someone as far as creativity if they were like you know how could they start like i want to start a business and i'm really uh discouraged by everything that's been created now you know what 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 can i do to you know Motivate myself, give myself a chance to try something, you know, to try something new or provide something new to the world. You know, yeah. even though I know there are a trillion restaurants, if I want to start a new restaurant or something like that, day are there. Well, what is, what are some tips you can, or some mindset tips you can give some folks that may want to do those things?
1: Yeah,
0: I think the best piece is your voice is your voice, your spin is your spin. It's not someone else's. So how do you bring your voice, your quality to a restaurant, to a business, to an experience? No one else is going to have your flavor or your voice or your special sauce or whatever it is. So you get to bring that, but you actually have to know what it is. So you have to know mm. who you are to bring that to other people. and that world of creativity to help you figure out your identity. Who are you? And the beautiful thing about identity is we get to choose it. It's not something that someone else gives us. It's something we create. And we have a social identity, a public identity, a private identity, and being able to see what are those pieces for me? Who do I say I am? Who do other people say I am? And who do I want to become? And breaking that down for yourself can give you a lot of information about how to move forward and what fuels you, what lights a fire under you, what you're passionate about, how you want to go about doing things. And this could be anything, any entrepreneurial endeavor in any field. But knowing who you are is one of the most important things because who you are is something that you get to create
2: beautiful and i, I, I guess that's perfectly said um the uh, every person is unique right so yeah once like i feel like I, I feel like you explained the two-step process here you have to know and love yourself and you know be okay and solidify with that because once you're confident in yourself then you can exude your confidence to others mm-hmm. and you know knowing yourself can take some you know some of us longer than others. So yeah. I feel like that's a huge big step. You know to not only know who you are and embrace who you are. You know, mm-hmm. embrace you have to embrace it because there are going to be people to compare. You know, and like we said, we're not comparing ourselves to others. We're not doing that. You know, you you, you are unique in your own way. Mm-hmm. And once you know what you have, you know, you're able to spread that to like, like a business or something like that. That is an awesome awesome answer. I really like. I feel like these are really applicable life tips to everyone even myself included <laughs> and it's it's, it's 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 crazy how you know i'm like this is for an audience but it's really for me too you know it's like <laughs> it's, for me, it. it's, it's for me too because I, I enjoy the come because we all hit those we all hit those those those, those times where you you know mm-hmm. oh man should i try this no idea you know but no eight billion people in the world eight yeah. billion different people in the world and yeah. we all put like, our own unique stamp on things i think that's pretty cool
1: mm-hmm
0: yeah, we have our own ideas about things and mm-hmm. being able to o- take ownership of that. Yes, other people probably had the, uh, the same idea, but they might talk about it in a different way. You know, lots of people are creative in the world, but no one's talking about creativity in the way I talk about creativity. <laughs> and make I've made creativity my own experience and expression in life. And how I see creativity is different than other people see creativity. But there are similarities and finding those people who cheer you on, who challenge you, who question things about what you're doing. That's really important too. You don't want to surround yourself only with people who are going to tell you you're amazing and wonderful and it's awesome. Like, yes, keep those people, but also have the people who are going to say, well, did you think about this? Or... Mm. Doesn't quite make sense how you're explaining it. Can you try it in a different way to help you expand how you're talking about, how you're thinking about something? And being open to that, I think, is. Is part of creativity as well.
2: <laughs> that's also awesome. that some really valuable, super valuable tips, I, man. Golden tips, I would say, because <laughs> you don't. I mean, it's it, in reality. You don't want anyone's gonna always say, you know, never give you constructive criticism. I feel like yeah. that's something that, that you was kind of mentioning when I was saying the words, because. Mm-hmm. Everyone's afraid of the word criticism. You know, they don't. Yeah. They, forget the, they forget that the constructive part is to build you up. You know, to help you, right. to be To be better, and that's something that I feel like a lot of us, even as adults, you know, oh, as soon as we feel a criticism, as right? <laughs> so the, as soon as criticism, as the word say, you start to get defensive. You know, you start to go, "Oh, what are you saying yeah. about me?" You know, and part of being openly creative is understanding that everyone's not coming from the position of negative criticism. There are people that are trying to, you know, give you true feedback. Feedback is a two way. It's a two-way street, right? So, yeah, I mean, that's a very, very good gem. So I hope everyone listening out there today, if you're taking some notes, because, I, you know, if I can resonate to this, this is why I choose guests, because I can actually feel like we have been at a point where, like, yes, mm-hmm. you are so right, you know, and I love those conversations because they're so natural and they're so true, and they mean a lot to me to help mm-hmm. someone else, help myself, you know, mm-hmm. and actually, you know, letting everyone know that you know what you're talking about as well. You know, you, <laughs> you're pretty darn you're pretty darn good in explaining and, uh, you know, you. Uh, putting these things putting these things into, into this perspective. So my last question for you,
1: mm-hmm.
2: me. Okay. This is my question. This is yeah. Me. Bring it. <laughs> so as, as a, as a kid, right. I, uh, I did like creative writing and mm-hmm. authors. I wrote like kids stories and stuff like that kind of navigated in my life. Cause you know, we never, the thing we want to be when we was a little kid, sometimes mm-hmm. we, life happens right now. I'm in right. school for cyber, cyber security and things like that. Right. Yeah. So, kind of crazy. Right. But, as I get older, I remember you said those things you do as a kid. It's to, I don't know; it's like the little un un uh, uncompleted deed in my head mm-hmm. as a kid. And now it's starting to come back up. You know, as I become mature and an adult, and I start doing things like podcasting and in school, I said, "Man, you know, I think I want to write again. You know, mm. I, I, I like to write again." And what is what are your thoughts on you know journaling and um, you know? writing things down because with, with phones you know mm-hmm. um, when I say journaling I'm, I'm not of course everyone's not pen and paper you know like anymore mm-hmm. but as far as collecting your thoughts and things like that do you recommend those and have any practices for, for myself as well you know as far as you know just trying to get that spark back from a little kid because I'm much older now of <laughs> course right but yeah. that, that passion is still there so mm-hmm. would you recommend like journaling and capturing your, your thoughts and what would you do with those thoughts when you capture them
0: Oh my gosh, I love it. I love that you, as a kid, wrote kid stories. That's amazing. And I love that you're inspired to do more of that and like get back into it. And journaling is such an amazing way to do it. And I would recommend doing it with a pen and paper because mm-hmm. writing by hand activates a creative section of our brain that typing does not. Mm-hmm. So write in a journal. Write you know, stream of consciousness writing. That's how you tap into your subconscious mind and tap into more of your creativity. So being able to, you know, not think about grammar or spelling or punctuation or, and just write for 20 minutes every day and, you know, set yourself a timer, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, however long it feels appropriate for you. And just kind of dump whatever is in your mind onto a piece of paper. And that will start to spark more creative thoughts, more creative ideas, story ideas, you know, all sorts of things. Journaling is a great way to do that. It's also a great way to process things that have happened in your life or are happening in your day-to-day experience but writing by pen and paper will activate a different part of your brain that supports even more creative ideas than typing. But sometimes you don't have time to, and that's fine. You know, voice notes or voice recording, you can also do that and just stream of consciousness, talk into your phone or a recording device and get it out of your head and come back to it later, listen to it and transcribe it. But, um, Yeah, it's a great place to start. And I I love people who keep idea journals. So they just write lists of all their ideas, things they want to do, passions they have, what they want to try, ideas for stories. And then when they're having maybe a low day of like, oh, I have no ideas, open up your idea journal and pick Mm. one and write about it. Or, you know, think of three different objects or three things that the first things that come to your head, it could be, you know, like podcast and gray sweatshirt and comforter, (laughs) and you're going to write a story using those three words Mm. and you're going to start the story with podcast. And then as you write, somehow you're going to start incorporating gray sweatshirt and then you're going to start incorporating comforter and see what happens. So you could like write little words on pieces of paper, put them in a bag and pull three and write a story based on that. Or, you know, there's, there are so many ideas, so many ways to like tap back into it. But I, you know, recognizing the fun and joy you have as a kid doing things like writing stories. And how do you tap back into that and in your adult life?
2: Man, that's awesome. That's so awesome. That's a really good practice that I'm going to use as well <laughs> uh, to try to. You know, I, I am traditional, so I do like writing things down, but I just know I try not to sound like the traditional person when I, when, when, when I, when I do more in the show because I'm like, oh, who, who still writes? You know, we use phones and, you know, things like that. But, I, you know, teach its own. I think that at least, you know, if you don't, if you're not a, a writer, because some people's handwriting is like mine, chicken scratch, but. No I one else has this, to read
0: it,
1: right? Right, it's but a, it's
2: for me to it's for me to read, right? Yeah. So I'm not I'm not publishing this, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm um, I'm gonna I've, I'm gonna start, you know, I like the idea of the uh, idea journal. Just what do I have, to just jot it down. Just jot yeah. it down. Doesn't have to be a perfect best idea to jot it down. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that, and I think that's a pretty good practice. So thank you for giving so many tips. Give me a tip as well that I'm going to implement tomorrow
1: yeah i love it <laughs>
2: tomorrow uh gonna give me a fresh journal and start writing down some of my ideas as well and hopefully you know later on down the line i'm like hey Mari, guess what i'm writing this book yes. this screenplay or something and guess what you started me to collect <laughs> these ideas so hopefully that's a good thing because i keep in contact with everybody who's on the show you know email anything like that just to keep in contact i know we all have lives and things but try to make a good rapport with everyone because we never know what life will yeah. take us but we may be able to you know Reengage again or you know have mm-hmm. these conversations so um i know you do have a website and you. would you like to before we close to <clears throat> advertise to our audience or you know let our audience sure. know how they can find you for more information mm-hmm. uh what they can look forward to um as far as social media handles websites anything like that so this is your moment Sorry. I am all right excellent Thank you for the moment. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> so my website is sustainingcreativity.com. You can find the podcast, Sustaining Creativity Podcast on my website, but you can also find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, I also am a creativity coach. So if you're really curious about what, it, what goes into sparking more creativity in your life, I love to support people to do that. You can sign up for a free creativity call we'll chat about creativity see how i can support you i also let's see what else do i do so many things i'm on <laughs> facebook and tiktok and instagram at staining creativity um, you can follow all of my fun adventures creative adventures there um yeah i love getting in touch with people and hearing their stories and talking to them about creativity or what inspires them and yeah, so reach out and ask me your creativity questions. I love, I love <laughs> answering them.
2: So as <laughs> you all can see, and she has some really, 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 really great answers. Just so you all can see, this was on a first level basis. she has some really great answers that I feel like anybody can resonate with. So we'll we'll be sure to include uh, when this episode is released the show notes to her social media handles and things like that. And if anybody has any questions, I will revert you to her about creativity because that's what she does and she's pretty good at it. Um. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, closing question. I know I'm having a lot, but yeah. do you have any mer- do you have any merchandise just yet, or is that not your thing right now?
0: I don't have merchandise. Okay. I should have merchandise, but I don't. <laughs> it-
2: it's okay. <laughs> me, me too, because I, you know I've I, I've been doing this for a while, but I wanted to do it with passion at first right, and yeah. um. Part of me, you know, in 2022, one of my goals was, you know, I'm going to start merchandise and I was going to do like a merchandise swap with guests and stuff like that. So uh, when you do get merchandise, I, do. I will, <laughs> I will be, just make sure you let me know because I will, you know, when I, when I start doing video and things, I want to wear people's merchandise that Hey, this oh, is I love the it. show. Yeah, that's kind of me. Uh, that's I'm being creative with the ideas. I'm, trying, I'm telling you all some of my secret, secret ideas for the future, you know, I so the listeners it. out there. So that's I will something say, I do. Oh my gosh. I'm
0: so sorry to. <laughs> no, 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 them. no. No, no. I forgot to mention I have a free awakening creativity guide okay. and a free awakening creativity seven day challenge that people can sign up for on my on website. Your,
2: on your website? Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm yeah. sure anyone, trust me, any there there are no there's no number of tools you can put in your toolkit when it comes to creativity. Exactly. That's what I that's what I like to really harp on right there because you know it's not it's, it's more than one way to skin a cat. I, I love cats. I do love cats. It's, <laughs> just, it's just, the same. Yeah. <laughs> just a saying. Creativity
0: skills same. are life skills.
2: So, yeah. So, uh, you know, just diversify your toolkit. I, yeah. feel, I feel I feel like there are a lot of people out there that can take from this episode. I am very excited for when it is released, but I have to make put my touch on it. You know, I have to yes. make sure everything sounds right. And, and I have to make sure the show notes are right and things like that. But, hey, everybody, I, I appreciate everyone's time. Uh, we thank you all. We make these things happen from all parts of the world. Uh, as you can see, it's a joy, and I hope you all were kind of engulfed in the conversation. It was a real conversation, unscripted, as we always say. Um, we just have real conversations uh, and important conversations, you know, meaningful conversations. that's 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 the biggest thing while having fun and inspiring others. So that's the goal of living your ear podcast, and we thank everybody out there listening, and we will catch you all on the next one. All right. peace and love. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Please leave an honest review, subscribe, and share. Listen to us on all platforms. Follow us and ask questions on Twitter at Marquis Podcast Mailbag. Follow us on IG at Flavor In Your Ear Podcast. And like our Facebook page, Flavor In Your Ear Podcast.